Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? <laughs> Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're doing hoods today. That happened. Ooh. I got hood on, zipped all the way up. I'm doing my best to contain the rage as long as I can, you guys. If you only had one shot. (laughs) Spaghetti, spaghetti. (laughs) Knees weak, arms Oh, Lord. I'm Pat. You can follow me on Twitter, Bulls underscore Pat. My guys, Big Dave, Bow, BWL Sports, Will the Thrill, Will underscore Gottlieb, Joey Spathis, our producer extraordinaire at Joey Spathis. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Make sure you check that pinned tweet to get your ticket to our CHGO Bulls takeover, which will hopefully go a lot better than that just did. What happened? Bulls lose to the Phoenix Suns, 132-113. Only thing I liked about that were the Suns jerseys. My Ooh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, we all just got to watch <laughs> Devin Booker drop 51. Yes. In three quarters. Yes. So that was cool, guys. That was always fun. He was cooking. I mean, he was on <laughs> fire. All right. He was doing his damn thing. And the way he even got to 51, the last two. The steal and the dunk? Yes, just, yes, I'm going to go ahead and do all this. Because they took away what would have been his 50th point bucket on that curl around screen. Correct. Just swishing another three. And then when he got it, it said, ah, we'll take that. 51 and three quarters. I hated everyone tonight. From the top to the bottom. From Reinsdorf to AK to Billy to the players. I hated everybody. Every last one of them tonight. They They all get hate. Hate, 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 hate. But that, Devin Booker was that's, awesome. That's coming from Mr. Positivity. Yeah, they here. sucked. Everybody. No, everybody failed. <laughs> everyone failed tonight terribly. And and I can point to everyone. Like, whatever problem you want to point to, it, it was no just one person. It was no, this was the organizational loss. Everybody got their ass whooped tonight, man, from the top to the bottom, all of them. I didn't like the way the guy set out the jerseys for the Bulls tonight. I, he sucked at that, too. I didn't like the way they handed him the towels tonight. He sucked at that, too. <laughs> Everybody sucked. I didn't like the way the dude flew the plane. Everybody sucked, man. Everybody was trash tonight. They all get some of this. Well, you know who wasn't trash? That would be Devin Booker. Damn right. He had 26 points in the third quarter alone. 10 of 11 shooting. Come on. Can we just talk for a second about how insane 51 points on 20 of 25 
Shooting is 80%. 20 of 25. That is 80% from the field. Not a math guy. That's for a guard. Incredible. For a guard. I think that's good. Unbelievable. Um, Aiton, by the way, season high, 30 points. Mm. Just getting everything way too easy at the rim. We'll spend some time talking about it, but it's just like, it's incredible to see these guys perform at such a high level. It sucks when it's, it's against the Bulls. Yeah. But my God, that was special. Hey, Joey, when you get a chance, I sent you some hi- a highlight of the game I'd like to show. When I got you get it. A chance. I got it. You, you want to like show to now? Whenever you feel. Take it away. Whenever you feel, man. I, I, I'll like keep it in mind. Some highlights of the game. This is bullshit. I want, I want to point to a wonderful, wonderful highlight of the game that I thought was pretty damn good and interesting. So let's check this out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's look. We're not let's see what happened. What's going on there? All right. Uh-huh. So I remember Jordan with the ball here. Uh-huh. Bringing it up. Oh, there's a kick over. Boom. Boom. Oh, 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 look at that. Jump in my arms, you beautiful person. Oh, look at that love. Look at the joy. That was so awesome. You know, I never saw this live when it happened. My hands were, my face was buried in my hands. Really? Couldn't watch? Never saw it live. Too nervous? I didn't like see the last two minutes. All of buried in my hands. Just heard my family just going insane around me, and that's how I knew it happened. Ah, that was for y'all. That's all I got. No Justin Fields highlights, none of that. That's what I got for you tonight. Okay. Hitting that three. Now uh, let's get back to it. Scott, Scott, sir, mm-hmm. sad that Paxson built a better team. Mm. Okay, well, if you're referring to what? Getting insanely lucky and then not screwing up drafting Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Yes, kudos to John Paxson for that. Yeah. Also built some dog shit teams. He did. Mark, hell, I'm not ready to celebrate John Paxson. That's cool. Thank you. I am. Neither am I. Three, baby. That's no. three titles. Those scars. Oh, that felt good. Those scars are still not healed. Mm, my um, video. Get them on that three, baby. Uh, mm, three titles. Shout out to three our deep. friends, uh, C-Red UK, who said, at least we only have to deal with the Warriors next, another team who will kill us from three as we carry on bricking them. Okay, so to me, that was like the the pain on top of the anger on top of the pain tonight. Yes. Look, Devin Booker is a spectacular offensive weapon. Spec- that dude is special. Spectacular. He made 51 and three quarters look effortless tonight. Yes, he did. And there were some plays that I was frustrated with the Bulls' complete lack of effort defensively mm-hmm. or their lack of discipline defensively. That one timeout Billy called after Booker got his, what, 35th, 45th point of the so night, whatever it was, on just there. like a take where no one picked him up. It's like maybe someone should pick up Devin Booker instead of letting him just waltz right down the lane and lay the ball in the fucking hoop. That I can't abide. Some of what Devin Booker t- did tonight was just like, yo, step back threes in your face. Yep. Fade away baseline Jays in your face. Yep. Like you said, Will, at one point making like ridiculous like floating sky hooks high off the glass. Like, What do you do with that? Yep. What do you do with that? On top of all of that, Oh, mm-hmm. let's do the thing we like to do every night where we go and see what the Bulls did from behind the three-point line tonight. Four of 25! Mm. Uh-oh. There it is. Almost threw my phone on accident. Almost threw my phone. It's ridiculous. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Before we get into the Uh-oh. Bulls. He's getting naked. He's taking his shirt off, too. <laughs> Four of 25! <laughs> I cannot with this crap anymore. I cannot. I've got like a cut on my lip, and every time I laugh, it kind of like splits open a little bit. I'm trying really hard not to hurt myself here. <laughs> I actually don't even think it's funny. Oh, man. 
I think it's hilarious. I do. I, do. I think it's pretty um, hilarious. But before we get into the Bulls' complete lack of shooting, I want to talk about their defense for a second and sure. what led to, as you're saying, Matt, these easy runways for Devin Booker all the way to the basket. Mm-hmm. On top of what I mentioned before, DeAndre Aiden just having these wide open dunks. So defensively, the Bulls this year have had a lot more success because they're bringing Nikola Vucevic to the point of the screen, yes. right? And he's doing a much better job of it. And then they're peeling back and pulling off of it. Yeah. Today, they were keeping him up there on the ball handler a little bit longer, and it was causing everything else to break down. <laughs> yes, correct. Reason number one, because Vooch wasn't containing the ball. Mm-hmm. That's where you saw Booker just get downhill, get all the way to the basket uncontested. Mm-hmm. Number two, the help wasn't there to cut off the rim. So if Booker did get downhill, there was nobody there to contest the layup, to maybe try to block a shot or protect the rim in any capacity whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, if the ball was contained and they actually did make Booker pick up his dribble, which they did a little bit in the first half. Yeah. Obviously not in the fourth quarter because he didn't play because he already scored right. 51. <laughs> but if they did make him pick up his dribble, DeAndre Ayton would slip to the basket and literally be on an island by himself yeah. with 15 feet of space in every direction. Yeah catching passes and dunking the ball completely uncontested. And so when you have that situation where you're clearly trying to do something different to contain Devin Booker and you're failing at that, mm-hmm. you at least have to cut off everything else. Yes. You at least have to be there to help on DeAndre Ayton at mm-hmm. the rim. And they didn't do either of those things. No. You're not going to win. I, like, put the numbers aside. Put everything else aside. If you cannot exec- execute that game plan and you're giving up wide-open layups and dunks, Booker's going to make his tough jumpers. He's going to get to his spots. He's going to hit his pull-up threes. He's going to get into his mid-range thing. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's a great player. But when you give up these wide-open baskets every single time down the floor, you're going to lose. That's just the, that's how it is. It's not, like you said, it's the 51. I mean, first of all, it's still ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. And he's going to get those. But getting 51 the way he got 51, damn. All right? He was special. He's so good. Tonight. He was so damn good. But like you were just saying, and, and actually you sh- – you highlighted by showing it to me while we were sitting there watching the game. Aiton, like you just said, it wide open. If you're going to give up 51, how about you not give up 30? <laughs> on you know 11 of 18 shooting. Exactly. 30 points, 14 rebounds is exactly what Aiton walked away with. And a lot of them, like Will said, were easy. Just simple buckets. Just like uh, um, uh, Booker's shots we thought were his they shots. They shot a combined 72%. But I'm saying, like we said, well, his shots were his shots. Like you say, he's going to get his fadeaway. Yeah. He's going to get his threes like that. Aiton's different. He's got moves and things that he can go to, but you know an easy move? Being wide open and dunking the basketball. <laughs> I can score these layups. That, yeah, that, that's a simple Put me thing in, right coach. there. I got it, coach. That's at least, it was at least 10 points that he got that were just simple and free and super easy. And again, Monty Williams, brilliant, brilliant coach. Talked about it in pregame, how I felt the Bulls were going to struggle against this team because of the way they move the basketball. The Bulls struggle against those teams who are, who are high basketball IQ teams who move the basketball and, and always hitting the extra man, always hitting that uh, extra pass to that open man. They, they had, dude, that one possession where they passed up a wide open layup for a wide open three. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was ridiculous. Like, they just, the ball movement is A great shot to get a greater crazy. shot. Come on, man. Like, the ball movement they have is absolutely, completely insane, man. They're, they're really fucking good. And what is their sixth win in a row? So mm-hmm. they're kind of hitting their stride and, and feeling good about it. Even when the Bulls in the first quarter were, were trying to keep pace with them, they, it was just a lot of this. You know what I mean? No, that's enough. Cameron Payne will go hit you with three. David Lee will go hit you with three. Miles Bridges uh, get a rebound, get you with a putback. Like, they were doing it 
violently on the offensive end to the Chicago Bulls. And it's not like the Bulls had an all-around awful offensive game. Like, the stakes were pretty low there for the the majority of the second half. Yeah. But, like, they were scoring. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it necessarily would have been that way had the game been closer. Mm-hmm. But they got they got beaten on the three-point scoring chart or whatever yeah. by 11 threes. That's 33 points. Mm-hmm. They lost this game by 19. I mean, this game was, like, within reach if they shot remotely close to like a respectable normal level yeah but yeah i mean 16 percent on threes and and we can spend some time talking about that now but like i it's this combination of not being able to defend whatsoever yeah and then also not giving yourself any help on offense it's just a recipe for disaster i mean supreme disaster i'll I'll talk about it quickly because i don't want matt to get butt naked uh get mad (laughs) at three-point shooting but yeah four of 25 is just Asinine. <laughs> That's just absolutely I wonder bad how many teams in NBA sad. history have won a game shooting four of 25. I'm sure it's happened, but not many. I'll, I'll say it like that. I bet you there's a way somebody could look that up. It has I'm to sure be a way. That number is low. Has to be. Has to be a very low number, but that is a horrible, horrible job. And one, what was it? One for their first 11? One for their first 11? One 12? of 14. That. First half. I mean, just that was the first pure, half. Pure poop. Is, is all you can put on that, man. It was absolutely So, you know, they really got horrible. cooking in the second half to finish four of 25. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so mad right now. Oh, keep my God. Keep your clothes on, Matt. Cl- they say the phrase, I just needed something on. else to throw. Yeah. I didn't want to throw my phone in my laptop, so I right. threw my hoodie. I mean, they say the phrase, keep your shirt on. I mean this literally. <laughs> keep your shirt on, please. Keep it on. There's nothing that correlates between anger and shedding clothing. <laughs> Other than needed something to throw. I love how Joey immediately came and set up the hat. Like, here you go, man. Please stop. Please stop. Get it to work. Get to work, man. Get to work. This was Um, one of the greatest ideas ever. (laughs) Getting this thing right here, man. Like, for real. This is like, if if you go to therapy or something, and they have those stress balls or that stress bat that you have, and you just hit things. Some people have tissue boxes. Right. Exactly. It always makes me laugh when he puts on. When he puts on one of the like random hats that we have on set, and there's like a little like tag on the top, and it's, <laughs> it's like waving around, or like if he puts that bucket hat on, it's gonna be funny. Like, yeah. Also, I wanted to say something, Will, during your rant. So, from my perspective, I've got like the sound controls, and it's like a green, yellow, red bar for how loud you guys are. Mm. Matt is basically ninety nine percent of the time in the red. Big Dave <laughs> is almost always. Yellow, red. Will, you're you're usually like green, yellow. Today, just now, Will was I in the red. red. Will was in the red. Will was in the red. Will's in the red. Will's in the red. Will's in the red. You ready to throw a hat, Will? I threw one. So I, um, I, I just <laughs> hit the red. I'm not. I'm not right, sure I'm ready. Yet. Yet. I don't want to skip steps. Look at Pack. Look at him in the. In this is the point of it. He. This is why we do it. This is why we do it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, he looks like he drives a van right now, dog. That's <laughs> a Volkswagen hat. <laughs> get in the van. Get so many there. people need to get in the van right now, man. You know, that's reversible, too. Cool. <laughs> Just let <laughs> you know. This? Just give me your options. Just uh, give me your options. Is it throwable? That's the only thing I need to know about. <laughs> Anything is throwable. I'm sure we're going to find out in about five it. minutes. Yes. Um, <laughs> How far can it fly? On, on, the, on the topic of the Bulls defense not finding any way to slow down Booker tonight. I, this is an interesting post-game comment from Donovan uh, via Casey Johnson on Twitter just a moment ago. Okay. So you guys remember when Billy called a timeout at one point and was just yeah. death evil-eyeing Io? Yeah, I do. 
So he was asked about that after the game. Donovan said the Bulls were using a box and one on that possession in their attempt to try everything on Devin Booker <laughs> and said Io blew that assignment. Mm. Man, he so, was um, I mean, like, I, I just saw our pal Mark in the comments a minute ago saying, hey, may, do, we, do we talk about starting Caruso mm. now? Do you guys think it's that much of a – I mean, look, Io tonight, 5 of 8, 11 points. Uh, pretty quiet yet yeah. again. Yeah. I, to me, Pat was a guiltier party if you're talking about the young guys in the starting lineup who need to do more. Yeah, he was terrible. Pat had, like, straight-up Tony Snell kind of stuff going on tonight. He snailed it. Like, his assignment was— He had was, two points yeah. on two free throws in Woo! garbage time. I think his assignment was Devin He Booker. was 0 of 8. And cooking him. And, well, yeah, I mean, Pat— He's had a couple of these games now. Yeah. Where it's starting—I don't want to say, like, a regression, but he's sliding back a little bit. Yeah. And not really giving you any of the production that he had sort of— built up there over those middle couple of weeks. That momentum, but yeah. Yeah, I mean. They disappeared. You're it's, absolutely right. It's really hard to, like, get into the critique of all these players on offense, I think, in this game because mm -hmm. that's just, like, it's kind of, like, out the window. Yeah. When a team like that is scoring the way Booker was. Right. Like, you, you mentioned box and one. Why, are they yeah. doing, why aren't they doing triangle and two? <laughs> like, one-on-one -on -one defense is not stopping this guy. Exactly. You got you to gotta double team him. One reason I damn just get out my brain, Will. This is why I it love was insane this that they didn't really do that. This is exactly what I was about to talk about. Yes, this is what I wanted to say. Like when the dude is cooking like Reach. that, you get the damn ball out of his hands. You you see how Toronto automatically does that to Demar Derozan because he's cooking their ass. Yo, as soon as you cross this half court line, ball is out your hands. Let somebody else beat you, all right? But not this dude in the way he was cooking them. You double team when you get the ball out of his hands, man. That's what you're supposed to do. I thought that's basketball one on one. Like, for real. And, and, yeah, I ain't with that shit. Again, this is why everybody is at fault for me. Everybody sucked. Everybody sucked. Organizational loss. <laughs> yes, Dave. Oh, man, this is happening. In. Give in this to the power happening. of the hat throw. It feels so good. <laughs> Another one. It's like anger leaving your body. <laughs> you got a lot. <laughs> He's got a lot to go. Hi, Greg. Hey, Greg. I <laughs> love it. over there. Hey! Big Dave is wearing a hat, and he goes, "Give me a hat." I know you're not going to throw. I know you're not going to throw. Brand new city edition <laughs> hat. Off your mind. He's had Come that on, hat bro. for what twenty four hours. You know what I'm He's saying? not going to throw that. Got to cut that out. I didn't quick. say he should throw what it. Is, what is that super chat about chicken parm? That's he will play tonight. Was chicken parm? <laughs> I like chicken parm. But chicken parm is amazing. I love chicken parm. That's a funny comment. Thank it you. It is a funny comment. I like, I like when life. people call back to the chicken parm. That was, that was a fun moment. <laughs> it was a heck of a moment a right moment. there, man. That was a long time ago, too. It was a long time yeah. ago. It was a while, but it still was funny. Uh, shout out also funny. to Anthony for the super chat. I also saw Anthony's comment earlier tonight saying he's staying up late to watch post game from Orlando. Shout out to him. He was also asking about Zach's ceiling uh, and Pat's ceiling. Tonight, both of their ceilings were the fucking yeah, basement. Both of their ceilings were horrific. Everybody's ceiling was Garbage. horrific, man. Well, obviously, except DeMar. But everybody's ceiling was fucking horrific, dog. Like, just trash. And Vooch, too. Okay. I Vooch you know solid. what, Bulls fans? I know we're all in a shit mood right now because mm -hmm. that was a rough game. But I, 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 can't, I can't tolerate these people in the comments be like, oh, Jim, Jim Boylan's really laughing now. Oh, Gar and Pax are really laughing now. I think they just We are not there. Thank okay? you very much there. What we does are that even mean? there. <laughs> we like, can, they shouldn't have fired those guys? Right. Do you want them bad? back? Do you really want them back? Uh -oh. I dare you to tell me you want them back. And then you can kindly shut the hell up. <laughs> Saw somebody say that about Scott Skiles. <laughs> like, Benny Del Negro, too. Negro, <laughs> <through> <laughs> yeah. 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 
Jim Boyd that's Land ain't walking through that door. That that's what's missing in this Bulls culture right now is Vinny Del Negro and John Paxson strangling each other. That's clearly <laughs> what this team is lacking. You kidding me? Get out of here with this nonsense. It was an ass movie, man, by, uh, by a really great basketball team. Yeah. Like, that's exactly. what you saw. That's really what you saw. The best team That's, in the Western Conference. You got your ass whooped by them. The one of the and best, their best player in had the an Conference. insanely good night. And their second Shining best player. Shining like a star. And their second best player had an insanely good night. And their tonight. actual second best player didn't even play. Correct. Boom, right there. Yeesh. Yeah, um, they, they, they beasted them. That's what they've done. It's time for a break. I, <laughs> Joey, I'll send you I more need, highlights. I need to collect myself. We can go to it after the break, Joey. Uh, while we're giving you all some words from our friends and sponsors, hit that thumbs up button. I know no one likes the Bulls tonight, but we all love each other. Ooh, uh, and like we can that. use some thumbs up. That's a segue. So, tonight, of course, is brought to you by our friends at DraftKings. Hoops fans, the NBA season's heating up. Still so many unknowns. How many more 50-point games is Devin Booker going <laughs> to drop? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and our official betting partner at CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 pregame on any NBA money line. And if your team wins that bet, you get $150 in free bets. Mm -hmm. Check this out right now. Everyone can also earn up to 100% boost with the DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. You got points, rebounds, boards, anything you want. Throw them all together into one bet. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, Mm -hmm. the bigger your shot to win big. Mm. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, and don't forget to do so with promo code CHGO to capitalize on that awesome offer, $5 on any NBA Moneyline bet to get you 150 in free bets if your team wins. And, gentlemen, for the first time this season, we are awarding the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game to a non-Bulls player. (gasps) How dare you? Because you know what? DeRozan put up 29 in a blowout loss. Could have, I guess, given it to him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like it because, you know what? Devin Booker just scored 51 points in 31 minutes, basically two and a half quarters because he didn't score in, like, the first six minutes of the first. That's fair. That earns you a king of the game. Balled I don't out care of what jersey you're wearing. Balled out of control. No, you will not get the horn sound out of me for that. <laughs> but, yes, balled out of control, did his thing, man. Congratulations, Devin Booker, being the king of the game. King of the game. Don't forget that promo code CH. Go. <laughs> that's up but i still have to ask the question and since he's angry i'm gonna bring it over here matt pet what time is it bedtime (laughs) (laughs) bedtime (laughs) time to rage time to throw a hat there it is and also, what's that coincide with? What time it is, man? Game time! Who? Yeah. Man, how did you do? Oh, my God. Yo, Pac broke something back here, sir. <laughs> that was Stone Cold was about to come out here. Game time's the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than never to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Because we know that you have dreamed of sitting at that 50-yard line. We know you dreamed of sitting courtside behind home plate. Those floor seats at the concert next to the GOAT while he's typing out that gold. We know you dreamed of sitting there. Well, you can do all this stuff at the Game Time app. Biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seat you thought your wonderful self could never, ever buy. You won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago Bulls unless you're coming to see them December 16th. Then you can still get them on Game Time, baby, when you come hang out with us right here. We should bring the hats, by the way. I'll bring this. <laughs> this is my, my Chicago Fire hat from 1998. 
totally mine. It's actually a pretty sick hat. I like it. It is a dope hat. No, it's a dope ass hat. He's right. He's right. Absolutely right about that. And just like here at CHGO, game time is created by the fans and for the fans, and they guarantee you the lowest prices. Now, if you love what you do, we do here at CHGO. And Joey, what you say right there? I I do love it that what we do here at CHGO. If you love and what we, we do at CHGO. And, and we know that you, you know do. that. And we know that you do. There you go. <laughs> is that? Come on. When has that been a thing? Come on, baby. How they know it, though? <laughs> I don't know. The, they called the oof. They called the oof. They was on it. And we know you do was from a different read from our from know, our. But, oh, okay, well but that's why I tossed it because I thought you would be with me. On my that bad. I, I, I was going to say, and that rhymes or something like that. <laughs> Thank you, Goat. By the way, he I got was you. over I got here you. typing gold and still got the. I'm looking up stats. I'm, Look at I'm stats. all over the place. He's, he's all over you. it. He's all over it, man. Then you'll love game time, y'all. The best way to support us here is by buying your tickets through the link in that description and giving us that good old thumbs up when you do so. That thumb right there and that thumb do right it. there. Hit that, baby. Appreciate you. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and scored the best seats to all your favorite events. Do it all, wheel to thrill. What time is it? Game time. Whoo! Mm, I like how you smooth and then smacked them. I like that. I like to throw people off. You know, keep them on yeah. their toes. Keep them on their toes. That's why I tell Joey all the time. Keep them on your toes, man. I keep them right. Be ready for anything. Uh, K. Ron Hay in the comments saying, "I'm not coming to a game until the trade happens." Oh, okay, all right. Well, long that as is, you watch us, that is your prerogative. We appreciate you sitting there and watching this, though. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. Can we get a thumbs up before the trade? Is mm. that all right? Can we get a thumbs up, K. Ron? K. K. Ron? Two of them things. <laughs> we should start selling tickets to do our show. Like, you don't want to spend tickets to go to the United Center? You come here. Come on, hang out. Yeah. Court side. Studio side. Court, set, studio side. Set side. Set side. Can we have them sign a waiver to say they won't sue if I throw a hat at them? <laughs> yeah, that is a good call. That is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll, put up, we'll put up like a net, like at MOB games. <laughs> <laughs> like chicken wire to that bar that the, uh, the Blues Brothers play at. <laughs> What what is uh, Frank Frank's Country Bunker? Yeah, they're throwing bottles and right, yeah, <laughs> chicken, chicken yeah. wire, chicken wire, yes. Bob's Country Bunker. <laughs> um, Pack, wait, real quick, read this comment from Scott because I think you'll like it. Scott mm. says, "Pat is Lenny from Of Mice and Men." I'm convinced. <laughs> I don't know Damn. what that means, but I, I, I know you would like <laughs> it's it. It's not good. <laughs> Lenny is a very kind-hearted and not too bright, very large man. Large. Um, who has a best friend named George. Hey, George. And they have a dream, a shared dream, of one day living in peace and harmony on a quiet little plot of land somewhere. And Lenny gets to tend the rabbits because Lenny is fond of rabbits. Like to pet the bunny, George. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good for him. But, uh, I mean, Lenny even occasionally accidentally uses his physicality. Yes, he does. In a, in a demonstrative <laughs> way. To the point that the story took a dark turn there, because of that. There's a couple of dark turns. <laughs> yeah, but true. There's a puppy that's yeah. It's a puppy. No longer a, a puppy. Puppy. There's a person, and then there's a person that's no longer a person. <laughs> hey, spoilers! Spoilers, guys! Come on, yeah, I haven't, I haven't read it. Go home tonight and that. read of mice and men, Joey. <laughs> it's a great but sad tale. It's always been like four movies made about it too, Joey. You can watch the movie as well. Yeah, uh, John Malkovich. Yep. And Gary, Gary Sinise, Sinise yep. playing Lenny and George, respectively, in yep. a great movie version of the story of, of Mice and Men. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so Lenny being Pat Williams, I don't know about that. In that, you know, like Gentle Giant, is that the comp you're trying yeah, to make? It's more Ferdinand the Bull for me. 
Okay, yeah. Than it is Lenny. Because right. like you said, that dude had a violent streak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he had a violent streak in him. No, it's more Ferdinand, man. Like, yeah, that's what it is. He's a bull, and it fits because he's a bull. So, he's more Ferdinand the bull right now. Like, he has all these things. You look at him, it's like, what the hell? What the hell is going But Waiting for that bee sting. Just waiting for it, man. Yeah, waiting for that bee. Waiting Who that is bee the bee sting? sting? Matt Peck. Who is the one? <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate salty bull saying, so who is putting Pat out of his misery? Mm-hmm. Is that looping back to of mice and men? Because yeah, that is exactly a, what that is. a sad yeah. ending yeah, a of very, that story. I don't I don't think ending. anyone needs to be like putting Pat down as Seriously. of right now. Right, right, right. But uh, they, they need to be bringing Sorry, I just wanted to make the quick joke. I didn't mean to take yeah, this dark turn see where about it went, Joey? Yeah. taking Pat out back. See where it went? Yeah. <laughs> see where it went? It's okay. <laughs> Pat, we still tree. love Are you. Are you familiar with Old Yeller, Joey? I'm following basically just through the f- couple things that you've said about Lenny. I think I have a pretty good understanding of what the what the reference was and okay. what happened at the end of the story. Do you know Old Yeller? Yes, yes. The ending of Mice and Men is basically Old Yeller but with a person. Yeah, that's yeah. that's gruesome. Yeah. That's dark. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, Joseph. Quick change of subject. Shout out to AK for a super chat. Who said, how do you rate Zach's play and progression thus far? Are you concerned for 50-40-90 club of last season? A distant memory. Um, okay. Good question. Again tonight, I was... I liked what I saw in some part of Zach's game, and then the rest of it drove me crazy. Yeah. That seems like it's been Zach's season all season long so far. Because he did end up 7 of 15, not terrible, mm-hmm. but 1 of 6 from downtown. But he started ice cold. Yeah. Could not make a shot in the first half of this game, first three quarters of this game to save his life. And then he, you know, ends up with 21, but a lot of that 21 came in garbage time. Yeah. What I did like is that he had seven dimes and one turnover. Yeah. So it's like there are parts of Zach's game where he's still, like, showing you something, but... The whole package is still not there, and my patience is wearing thin, and I don't like that my patience is wearing thin because I want to believe in Zach. I've been a, a Zach believer since day one, but it's just like so, ugh, something is off. He's forcing stuff. We talked about him on Monday, too. You know, it's just it's hard. Yeah, I, it's like Will and I were, were kind of discussing how it feels like he just makes the game hard uh, for himself. Uh, I felt like I was watching that again tonight, like – it was weird, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm looking at the numbers, and I, and I saw him bringing the ball up, and I saw him doing these things. But for me, it didn't impact the game uh, with anything that he was doing. Uh, and I, and I, I just didn't feel that from him. And, yeah, him going inside, he, it's just, it just doesn't look right yet. You know what I mean? It just doesn't look to that point where I'm like, there we go. You know what I mean? All right. I know we lost and we took that, but Zach was doing it, you know what I mean, doing his thing. It just felt – it, like plodding through mud kind of thing. You're making progress as you're walking, but you're, it's grass over here, and you're, <laughs> you're walking through the mud for some reason to get to that. And that's kind of how I felt, like, watching Zach. That's just how I felt. The analogy that I've been thinking on for Zach is kind of like a quarterback where if it's a designed pass play, he'll probably get a reception. He'll probably find his receiver. Mm-hmm. If it's a designed run play – he'll be able to scramble and get some yards. Mm. But if there's coverage where he's not sure what's going to happen, if he hasn't already made up his mind about, is this a run play or is this a pass play, it could get ugly. Yeah, I think the problem with Zach has always been and continues to be that his ability to read these things live as they're happening and adjust in real time is his biggest flaw. Mm. And I think mm. the, the injury... 
and being held back from really being able to like get to the rim at will, being able to elevate and shoot threes at will. Mm-hmm. It, that's holding him back from, from being able to develop that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with Zach or like what percent he's playing at. Like you look at his box score tonight, 21 points, four rebounds, seven assists, one turnover. That looks great. Mm-hmm. But you just see the way he's reading the game. And, mm-hmm. I, and I do think he has improved at passing. I do think he still has the ability to score basically whenever he wants. But it's blending those things and making it harder for the defense to read you, making the defense miss. Yeah, I just think he's really struggled with that, and I don't think that his health is doing him any favors. No. And not having that three-point shot, like you said, is, is really, really key to all this because it was the fail It's like safe. checking down every play. Exactly. It's, it's, exactly. It's, he's not able to throw deep and open up the defense, stretch the defense Correct. that way. Correct. It, it was always the fail safe. Like, if, if I can't get to the bucket, if I'm not getting the foul calls, I can still hit this step back on you in your face. And he's, all right. he's at the point in his career where he's still obviously very athletic, sure. even even partially injured. But, like, he's getting to the point in his career where, you know, you look at DeMar, you look at MJ, like these guys who were just absolute one-of-one one generational athletes who expanded their game, understood how to develop different skills that, that allowed them to be successful, maybe even more successful mm without their athleticism that got got them to that point. Mm-hmm. I, I just think we're we're still a ways away from that with Zach. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. I just think it's been tough for him to develop much of anything this year because he's yeah. still yeah. dealing with an injury. And you can see it. <laughs> like, honestly, it's, it's pretty obvious. That's, again, that's why it's hard for me to, when, when people jump on the, see, I told you so. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but see, he's not ready yet. Like, you know, I, I don't see that Zach yet that's ready. I would feel that critique more if it was that Zach. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's not at that level yet, and it's showing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Whether he's going to admit that or not, we, we know what we're looking at. Uh, another way to put it, I like this from Chad in the comments. He said, I like Zach, but none of his shots are within the flow of any of this offense. Yeah. It's kind of Correct. Uh, along the similar lines of what you were saying. Like, when that second unit comes in and it's just Zach as their number one, everything stopped. Like, yeah. you saw that tonight when he got the ball, and I, was, and I immediately screamed, why isn't anybody moving? Like, why is nobody doing anything? It's just like, they were like, well, Zach's got the ball, so I guess we'll just wait around and see what happens right here. And Zach immediately is not going to wait to try to get everybody the ball. He's like, we're losing. We think I got to put it all on me. Another discussion that, that we had about Zach Levine, he's going to put it all on him immediately. So, yeah, like, when you're seeing all that stuff from Zach, combined with the fact that he's still not healthy, combined with the fact that that three-point shot ain't hitting right now, mm-hmm. combined with the fact that he don't have that move that, that he can get going or anything like that, you're getting what you're getting. And it's still good. And that's what's wild. It's still like 20 points and five assists. And that's just him not being there yet. And that's why Zach Levine is good. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, shout out to Alex, who had a super chat saying, the Bulls being honest with the media is like an MJ goat missing a mid-range shot. Not happening. I wonder if that was hearkening back to our pregame discussion about the the Lonzo thing or the Billy Donovan thing. Um, also connects to the Zach thing. Yeah, they they yeah. were honest. They were just not telling you. <laughs> That's a, there's a difference. What's, what's that line that the liars try to use all the time? It's yeah. like there's a difference between lying and withholding, withholding information, omitting it, yeah. omitting information, omitting the yeah. truth. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Still, still a lie. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm oh I'm omitting as much as I can right now. He's bro. omit omit Peck is in effect right now, as he sips the nectar of the gods. Man. Can we can we talk a little bit about some of these comments that are kind of 
now maybe a little bit more than pregame in favor of plan blow it up. Plan blow it up. Does this it's there? Does this the, brutal the, the loss, plan blow it up? People are not hiding anymore. They are out. Does this they loss, are loud and proud. Does this loss like make you guys okay. say, "All right, let's do it. Let's blow here's, it up." Here's the thing to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Because I don't like the blow-up plan any more than what we got right now. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember the blow-it-up plan. Oh, I remember it well. Remember how it worked? Mm-hmm. Three years in a row, we picked seventh. Yeah, that was fun. None of those guys other than Kobe are still around, and Kobe's a kind of occasional bench guy. Yeah. yeah. How'd that work? Yeah. Not Blowing well. it up is not a solve. No. And I'm sorry if any of you believe that the crap Bill Simmons was spouting today, yesterday, whatever that was, is a better plan, I feel sorry for you because I don't think that's a better plan. I'm frustrated because I've also watched this team beat the Celtics twice. Yeah. I've watched them beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. They just got a decent road win against a decent Utah team. We beat Miami. Like mm. This team is capable. Yeah. I get mad when they give you that. And look. Phoenix is the best team in the league, arguably, right now. Mm-hmm. And their best player like played like one of the best players in the league. He did. Shit happens. Yeah. So, no, tonight's game is not getting me to – I'm joining plan blow-it-up crowd. I think it's yeah. too, too premature, and I don't think that the blow-it-up crowd are thinking about what the actual answer is after you hit the self-destruct button and just how messy that can get. Ooh, that's real. I, I think if I had – more time under this than I'd actually consider something like that. This is what year three? What do you three? mean by that? More time under this? Because this is like year three yeah. for Billy Donovan. Your, your first year, you were basically getting it all together. Your second year, you made, you made the trades and you got the guys in here and you went to the playoffs. You're in the middle of the third year after that and you're like, screw it, blow everything up. No, I, I, I can't do that. That's just mad early for me, bro. If you add two three-point shooting threats to this team. It's a totally different thing. But what do and, you – sorry, go, Big Dave. And also, like, I'm also looking at the other reasons why. Like, again, your team isn't whole at the same time. No, you don't like hearing that, y'all, about Lonzo not being here, but it's a thing because he was your front guard. That's a thing, all right? Your team not being whole matters, you know what I mean, and how your team is going to look. So, again – just it's just too early for me to say, oh man, screw this, blow it up. After what I just watched—not two seasons ago, but literally last year—what I saw this team do, and you're like, blow that up after a season, not even a season. Like we're twenty-something games in, man, and you're like, we're done. I, I'm not there. I, that's just not my makeup, man. I got to see more of it to be like, okay, now I know for sure this didn't work. This didn't come together. This didn't come together. Fine. Let's blow it up. Let's do it over again. At the same time, this is why he signed those contracts that they did when they were three-year deals. This is why DeMar got three. You know what I'm saying? This is why they got – because they understood that plan also. You know? It wasn't a one- or two-year thing. It literally was three. They were going for that. They were going for three. So, I'm waiting to see what it is after next season before I have that kind of discussion. But as of right now, no. I'm, not, I'm nowhere near that. Like Matt said, <laughs> give, me, give me some damn shooters out here. Maddie Legend's still out there. Just oh. letting you know right oh. there. Shooters are out oh. there, ladies and gentlemen. No, beggars can't be choosy right now, Matt. You better go get the greatest shooter in the world on your team. You're going to uh, need it. But, yeah, no, I'm not. Personally, I'm not. I cannot say that I am nowhere near there. Come on. Cannot say it. that. Let's hear I, it. For me, it's just like I, I look at – we talked a little bit about this earlier. Like I look at Vooch coming up 
as an expiring this year. Like, what do you do with that? We've looked at this is now two years in a row that this big three, so-called big three, is a negative, net negative together on the floor. Like, you cannot just let a guy like that walk away for nothing. It's just, it's a lot. I mean, you can. It's sunk cost at this point. You've already p- traded all the assets for him. Yeah. But that, that would suck. But but what what would be even worse than that for me would be if they went and re-signed him to a to an unfavorable deal because they felt like they needed to continue to kick the tires on this window. Like mm-hmm. if the if if AK looks at it after this season and says, I, I don't think that this core is doing anything, then you can't sign Vooch. And you have to and and that's why I say you have to at least do some of the due diligence about seeing what you can get for a guy like that. I like, I say keep DeMar for now because he's been so good and you have another year of control. So, you know, but but like Will has made the point a bunch of times, I think it's more attractive to trade guys that have more than half a season on their contract. So, you know, I that's that's the part for me. I, I think it can go either way, but I think we at least got to start, you know, thinking about it. Because they need shooting. Yeah. Immediately. Well, I, you know, I think a lot of that will depend on where is this team in the standings? What is their record mm-hmm. as they get closer yeah. to that deadline? Yeah, they I, I do think they they need to make a call. Right now? Not necessarily right now, but before it's too late. I'm not sure what that cutoff point is. Maybe it is the trade deadline. Okay. But, like, if they get to the trade deadline and they're three or four games under 500, like mm-hmm. they are now, but... Now the Utah Jazzes of the world, the San Antonio Spurs, the mm-hmm. you know all these teams that are expected to get into that tank race, mm-hmm. start to really go for it. Mm-hmm. Now you've lost ground. Mm-hmm. Now maybe I mean they're they're already kind of like in that eighth, ninth place in the tankathon standings or whatever. Mm-hmm. What if they're tenth or eleventh? Mm-hmm. Now you've lost that opportunity to cash in on a few more losses to get you closer to keeping your own pick. So I do think that time is of the essence in making that decision. I also agree with what Joey said. Um, if you are going to move Vooch, you obviously have to do that before the deadline. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you lose him for nothing. Um, and so you have to give yourself time to evaluate that. The idea of continuity was to see this group fully constructed, right? right. They're not going to have the chance to do that. Right. If we're talking about all-star break for Lonzo, yeah. the trade deadline is either right the week right. before yeah. or the yeah. week after all-star Correct. break. It's, it's not going to happen. You're mm-hmm. not going to get a full evaluation period. So you have to start looking at the last however many games from last season plus these these. Uh, early games from this season mm-hmm. as the sample size because that's the group. Yeah, That's what you've got. So for me, it's not like let's pigeonhole ourselves into trading, you know, DeMar and Zach and Vooch for anything we can get mm-hmm. because this team is trash and, and there's no other path, so we just have to get rid of them. Like, no, Ob- no. no Obi Toppin? No, no, no Obi Toppin, okay. right? Like, you don't want to – because that's pigeonholing yourself the same way that you did by trading two picks – and Wendell for Vooch. Mm-hmm. You've gone all in on something that you don't really understand where it's going to lead you. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to be careful about it. And in a shocking turn of events, I'm kind of like lukewarm in the middle about this. But like, <laughs> if you just, you test the waters, you see what's available to you at the uh-huh. deadline. If there's a move that you think is going to positively impact your future or your present, you go, go for it. it. If not, there's no point in just like, selling parts to sell parts yeah i think yeah. that's that's where teams get themselves in trouble yeah. of like the value right. of my pick is so important that we can tank this year and and maybe get a top four pick because the bulls just don't really have that luxury right 
and, and look, I think maybe uh, an important distinction that needs to be made when you're talking about do you blow it up mm-hmm. and you blow it up before this season's trade deadline is yeah. what do you mean by blow it up? Because okay. there are some Bulls fans, I think, out there who are saying right now, blow, sell everything, sell all the valuable assets you got right now, mm-hmm. your, your win-now talent that you got on this roster, collect assets, and just tank, tank towards the bottom for Wem and Yama. Mm-hmm. Some Bulls fans think that. To me, that is one of a few different things that you might say blowing it up means. Yeah. Because, you know, I see Junior here in the comments saying, well, enjoy 38 to 40 wins for the next three years and getting bounced in the first round. I assume you mean people who are not advocating for blowing it up, that being the result. Basically, mm-hmm. this purgatory team we're looking at 20 games into the season. Yeah. Just because you don't blow it up and steer right towards the bottom, which is something that we don't want to do. No. We were just there. It sucks there. Not Trust fun. me, it's worse. Not fun. We were talking about 20 and 30-point deficits on a nightly basis. Not fun. But you know what you can do? Adjust your roster. That's the frustration that I think some of us had who were looking at last season's first-round exit to say, okay, this is a good team. It's not a great team. Right. Not capable of making a deep playoff run. So make some tinkering and some adjusting and improvements to the roster this offseason. Come back with the same core pieces and try again. And that's what AK and Eversley pitched. Yeah. We were frustrated that they didn't add three-point shooting. That was the main one. Didn't add a lot of rim protection Mm -hmm. that you could have used. But that's not, you know... That's a far shot away from saying, well, you know, it's either that or, let, you know what, let's, let's blow everything up and let's steer towards the tank. Yeah. Because F that. F that. Just because you don't do that option doesn't mean you can't adjust to what you have now mm-hmm. at this trade deadline and moving forward. So I was that because the only thing that popped in my head was John saying, we had two Samsons. <laughs> we had two Samsons, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it kept popping in my head. Though. Right, like when people say oh. rebuild, I don't think there's any scenario where it would make sense right now for the Bulls to trade Zach Levine. Like in any, like yeah. it, that just doesn't make sense. They unless, just unless signed him. blown away, which you're not going to. Right, be. unless you're blown away and, and people are negotiating when he's at the lowest he's, you know, his value has been in three seasons. Like yeah, yeah. if you're blown away and people are are blowing the asking price out of the water that's the only scenario but you have him for five years he's still 26 27 years old like he has a like a lot to go there's a difference between saying there's still a chance we can compete with Zach Levine in his prime as one of the guys on this team but there's a difference between saying we can do that with 32 and 33 year old Vooch and Damar like that's the difference you know I think the way you would want to do it is basically Lonzo's done for the year yeah Zach's not looking right. Maybe yeah. we'll start to hold him out some more games. Okay. Uh, Caruso's an animal. He's going to get himself injured at some point. <laughs> Maybe we do move on from Damar or Vooch or both. Okay. And kind of play the, is this tanking legal or are we just like holding guys out, okay. you know, clearly to, to try to keep their own draft pick and, and just see if you can sneak your way in that way. Maybe you accumulate a few assets, but then next year you've still got Patrick and Io and Zach and this group that's a little bit younger now that you can sort of start to transition into that era, that phase of Bulls basketball. But again, I'm not doing that unless I at least have a pretty good idea that that's the better option moving forward. I don't think that they're in a position where they can make that call right now. I understand the frustration after losing a bad game, but I don't think this outcome pushes me over that edge yet. No, and I can guarantee you this, though, as the trade deadlines get closer and if this continues... Bulls phone is going to be ringing. 
For sure. Like, them teams are going to be calling for, for a couple of these players that they That's got. what I tweeted today. Like, they're in the center of the team is clearly not a contender, but team also has some really good players. Right. Venn diagram. Right. Where, like, that's where the Bill Simmonses of the world are going to come in and say, right. the Bulls got to trade this guy. Right. Obi will also be getting Obi calls from Bulls fans who said, hey, I, Moses I, Moody. I think we should trade Kobe in a second rounder for Anthony Davis. I made it work in the trade machine. <laughs> um Oh, the trade machine. Shout out to Junior's in the comments who said, I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. Yo, I'm being black and gifted. Yo, I'm Cuban, B. Uh, we got to take one more quick break here for uh, more words from our friends and sponsors. <laughs> you want some candy. <laughs> candy makes you dandy. Candy makes you dandy. Dave, what else makes folks dandy? Wearing Is it cool. the great deals at Shady Rays? I was going to say wearing cool shades. Cool shades. Oh, hat throw is Uh-oh. on there. I'm running low. <laughs> running low. <laughs> Need to replenish, Joey. Need to replenish. You replenish. Oh, there's big another, Dave, oh, big there's Dave. Several. They never understood. <laughs> they didn't get it? They never they understood. understood. <laughs> Joey's awesome. And you didn't understand. They didn't understand. Nobody understood. Why sunglasses were so damn expensive. So Shady Ray set out to change all of that. They said, you ain't got to break the bank to get them quality sunglasses because we at Shady Ray's is going to give them to you. And we're going to make them inexpensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Shady Ray's, mm-hmm. that premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. A tay. A tay. Best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear that I like to call the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. As you can see, Matt Peck is tossing them hats out there, baby. Just imagine if it's some Shady Rays on that hat <laughs> and they get broken in that toss. If he does that on day one, Shady Rays send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They stand behind that product, y'all. And the reason to do that is 200 thousand five-star reviews from those customers who are pleased because their rays are oh so shady so exclusive for our listeners shady rays is running their deepest deal of the season use that code chgo for 50 percent off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com that is a buy one a get one free what they call that man pack b-o-g-o bogo you can get your bogo for the low low with 54 folk <laughs> <laughs> Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades because the Shady Rays or the Rays are oh so shady. Uh, they yes, never we, we, understood. We, we hear you holding that bag recordings. We hear you. Hey, where are them predictions been at, huh? You slacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about them double-doubles for Patrick Williams? <laughs> Today's episode also brought to you all by FOCO. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's us. Mm-hmm. That's the CHO Hawks crew over there waiting in the wings for their post-game uh. show. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, from the north side nice. to the south side. Nice. With hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, hats, everything in between. <laughs> get decked out like Demar. Joey, with that's apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. That's Foco. Mm-hmm. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life this holiday season? Foco's got you covered. Yeah, they do. Covered with hoodies to fight that cold Lake Michigan breeze. Ooh. Speaking of which, CHGO Bears tailgate. Yeah. This Sunday. Yeah. Bears Packers. Boo. Come show up and wear all your comfy Chicago sports layers 
that you got at foco.com. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. That's F-O-C-O.com. And if you go there and shop now mm-hmm. with promo code CHGO at checkout, what you get? You're getting 10% off that order. Bam! Foco.com. Oh. Next time, flip that hat. I want to see the other side. You know I mean? then, then, I'll then, go get it right that. now. Oh, he's going to do it right yeah, now. Yeah, talk okay. about the Bulls. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go move on and talk about the Bulls. They're right there. So, yeah, that's how it goes right there. Yeah, I told you. Flip that. Flip them things. Get that two for one right there. Oh, this side is so much better. Yeah, get that two for one, baby. Boom. All about that life. Yeah. 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 Looks like Matt Peck private eye right there. That's a private investigator get, hat. Uh, these bucket hats what the cool kids are wearing these days, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, that's, man. A, that's a nice snug fit right there. Yeah. And and here's the other bad, more bad news for, for the Chicago Bulls. Next game. <laughs> you have to go against the Golden State. Warriors. Warriors. The uh, defending NBA champions? Yeah. Them Warriors? Who I'm sure the Bulls haven't beaten in years. Uh, every time I. Oh, it's got to be. I feel be like every time sense. they play the Warriors, somebody sets a record. Yep. Right. Yep. Clay, 14 threes. Steph, yep. 15 threes. Yep. Clay, 17. Yeah. Clay set a three point record against us while bleeding from the head. The Jackie Moon game. I yes. will never forget that for the rest of my never life. Never forget the Jackie Moon game. How is baby. that a thing that happened in real life? We saw it half. We watched it live. Meanwhile, it last time. with the half. Last time the Bulls played the Warriors, uh, that was the game where both Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball got injured. Great. Thanks. So you thank can, you for bringing yeah, that right, up. Right, right. You can damn. neuralize me, please. Damn, mm. dog. Like, damn. It wasn't bad enough. We had to get that, too. Damn. We got to get, get it all Cooper out today. Oh, we got to get it out of our system. Goodness, man. That, that stung right there. That's what happens when you're That's what me. happens, man. That's what happens when you're me. That's what happens when you're <laughs> me. These are the things I think uh, about. Don't sleep at night. Yikes. <laughs> so, Moon you know. Night. Some people might be saying, hey, man, the Warriors are actually struggling out of the gate this season. As far as defending champions go, I mean, they're not like L.A. Rams bad as defending champions. But they're 11-11, and ninth in the West. But what has their problem been? They can't figure out ways to win on the road. For whatever reason, they are 2-10. and However, as you pointed out while we were watching tonight's game and looking down the road, Dave, 9-1 and on their home floor. And I mean, because... Killing people at home, like they're, they're, they're not even close games, and that one. they're winning at home, and they are destroying folks at the crib, man. And yeah, like so, all I think of is destruction, terror, and mayhem. Anytime they go visit the Golden State Warriors, I just immediately think of pictures of Steph shooting threes, turned around to the crowd, flipping pancakes, doing backflips, and high fiving before the ball goes in. He like, did it on a floater last week. He did in he traffic. Did. Like he did a, a picture of. Oh my god, there's a photo, man. Like, his cool photos are usually against the Bulls. <laughs> like, what I think of. Like, those are the ones, man. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what it's going to end up being, but re- history will tell you it's going to be an ass whooping. That's, that's what history says. It's going to be bad. At least we'll get to see our old friend Steve Kerr. Hey! That's always a bright spot to play the Warriors, Always right? good to see Steve Kerr. Good old Stevie. Good old Stevie. Man. Joey, can I see another highlight <laughs> when you get the chance? A good time to throw remember, remember when Steph was the unanimous MVP in 2016 and he averaged 30 points oh. per game on 67% true shooting? Oh my god. Well, this year he's. Oh! <laughs> oh, Derek over a young Dragic. Oh. I love that. Yeah, that, that's a good feeling right there. That's a good feeling. Mm, we have arrived on the scene. Yes. Man, 2009-10. That was a great year. It's a good time. Things it's a good were, time. Things were things so were on the much. Up. Things were vibing back then. Things were vibing. 
You felt it. The, it was a good the thing. world was just well, it was actually a happy, non-disgruntled gentleman at that point in time. I was like ten. Congratulations, Joey. <laughs> I was young. Joey, didn't yeah, even he was know. a young man. He's still a young, young man. Goat. Don't know what it's like for these bulls to be like competitive for the most part. Nah. I'm sorry to hear that. You were. You I know, guess I do. To you know out who to tag at recess. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He said it's true. Yeah, you're it's right. True. Yeah, you're right. But Steph is having that season. Steph, you know Steph is having. Yeah, I was saying Steph was the unanimous MVP. Okay, first ever unanimous MVP in 2016, 2015-16. He averaged 30 points per game on 67 true shooting. That's like it's really dumb. Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Jordan caliber numbers where literally all you do is catch lobs and dunk. Yeah. But Steph's obviously shooting 10 threes a game. Yeah. Well, this special. year he's averaging 31 points per game and 68% true shooting. He is having a more potent offensive season than his MVP, unanimous MVP season. Mm. The Warriors' struggles are not for a lack of Steph playing at the highest level he's ever played. Like, mm. he's rebounding better. He's getting more assist. Like, he's just across the board as good as he has ever been. Yeah. If not better in a lot of ways. So, yeah. I love uh, watching Steph. I'm excited to see this game, but hopefully he does not score 50 on the Bulls in three quarters. Uh, right. Uh, uh, to that end, Christian in the comments saying, another possible national TV game embarrassment. Yeah. AK saying Curry Shimmies will be in full swing. This on national TV? Uh, it is. It's an ESPN game. It's oh, the great. second half of an ESPN doubleheader oh, uh, out there in uh, San Fran. Jep rocks in the comments saying, Warriors Bulls on national TV is becoming the NBA version of Packers Bears on primetime. Ass whoopings. Another yeah. national embarrassment. Ass whippings. Uh, yeah. Ass well, hey, uh, Bears-Packers is just a noon game this weekend. Hey. Though, right? That was not on that. We already got that over with. Wasn't it week two Sunday Night Football? Right, yeah, it was yeah. Bears Packers. Yeah, gee, that was fun. So we get Nathan Peterman against Jordan Love going on up in here, huh? Dude. Now that's how you tank Bears. Number two in the draft I right mean, now, baby. Number it two makes zero sense. It makes less than zero sense to let Justin Fields anywhere near that field he on Sunday. Sniff a field, but how great would it be to see a Fields versus Love matchup so that we could all just bask in the glory that Bears future bright, Packers future before the injury. I wanted this is the only game I wanted to win because I wanted him to have a signature victory right. this season. After he got hurt, I can give a damn about a signature or anything. You can go ahead and relax and chill out. Put your feet up. Matter of fact, come to the tailgate, Justin. Come hang out, dog. You know what I mean? Chill out with us. We're going to do it up right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got bucket hats. Bucket hats. Matt just figured out reversible bucket hats, and he's liking that side. Boom. Flip. Philadelphia. Gilligan right there. Black side's definitely better. Yeah, it fits you better, man. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Matt it doesn't fit me in any sense. No, no. Because you, it's you, a damn bucket hat, and it looks ridiculous. Isn't it interesting Matt wearing the black hat looks better? Schoolboy P. Schoolboy P. What's <laughs> that? Rapper named it's Schoolboy true. P. Whenever, whenever I he wears bucket hat, I assumed that that was some Q. reference I didn't He's, he's a big bucket, bucket hat guy. I think of Schoolboy Q immediately. Yeah, it's just, it's just should, synonymous. Man. Don't worry about it, Matt. <laughs> me, oh, me too. Matt being out rap referenced love, by the two Jewish, by the two Jews Q. on the podcast. <laughs> is it is it the letter Q or is it like C U E? Just Q. Just, just letter Q. Letter Q. Yeah. Just letter Q. Call man. me Q. Cool. Cool. But oh, he's trying. Don't do mm. that. <laughs> just roll. Just Literally roll. never heard of him. Just roll. Before. Show to roll it, Matt. Show to roll it. <laughs> I mean. What did we say when this road trip started? No, what did we say? Two and four? Maybe? Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe one and five, and we were looking at that Thunder game based on the way the Bulls were playing. Yeah. 
Because I don't because we didn't feel good about especially this back end. Right. I don't think we felt now good about any of these games. Now you're two and two. Yeah. With a, a really solid win over Milwaukee and yeah. a eh, a fine win over Utah. Sure. You got two it. games left. Warriors, Kings. Kind of what Can we you find a way to come back from this grueling road trip? Three and three. Yeah. I'd I'd still call that a win and be looking oh, towards a much ecstatic. more generous December schedule. If they can pull that off, it's static. If they can come out of this three and three, and but again, neither one of these games are easy. They haven't. They couldn't beat the Sa- Sacramento last season. Conley for real. Like they are really for real, and they love to run, and they've got good defense in their backcourt too. You know, and those kind of bigs like Sabonis, Valanciunas, uh, those like burly big men who can score in the post give Vooch problems. It's true. It's true. Like, I remember last year we were watching that game that they should have won and lost. And it was like Sabonis just being a bull in a china shop, yeah. trucking everybody in his way, getting yeah. to the rim. Like, he has been the head of the snake for them this year. Fox has played really well. He's cooled off a little bit of late. But, like, they play through him a lot of the time. And if they're not able to figure out a way to stop him, yeah. then what do you do? What do you do, Especially man? Especially when you've got Kevin Herter shooting 64% on 15 threes per game. He has been And Malik amazing. Monk scoring 30. Like, they're getting contributions. Yeah, Kevin Herter has been absolutely incredible. Red Velvet, baby. Them, man, from three. He's been great. Absolutely great for them. So, shout out to him for that. Yeah, so Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay. Get in here on Jay. Toss that shit. Jay Zawaski's yeah, joining the hat throwing business, you guys. Yeah. Almost caught it. Doesn't it feel Damn, good? that was pretty good. <laughs> nice hat. Is this yours? That's Max. Yeah, that's one? the original. Yeah, 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 that's that is mine. a nice hat, right? Nice hat. Yeah. Thank you. He's just tossing that shit around. Like, it was a nice hat. Yeah, I did. I forgot that there's one that he actually wore into the office because I was looking at it too and I was like, who left that hat here? That's cool. <laughs> like, that's cool that's hat. A nice one. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool hat. Yeah. That started all the hat throwing tonight. It was yeah. it was a cranky night. I'm sorry. Yes, um, we know. Yeah, Warriors was, two and ten on was, the road. That, yeah. that was really sucky to watch. Bulls yeah. just got rocked, rocked from uh, beginning to end, baby. Has Pat heard rap music ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's I from keep our guy Kyle. I keep telling y'all, after two thousand seven, it's it's done. Mm, Anything before no. two thousand seven, he can he can rock what you want. But so we were he watching, was quoting "Lose Yourself" earlier we were watching, in the show. Uh, Celtic seat on the other TV <laughs> while we were watching the Bulls game, mm. and I and I was like, "Oh, hey, look, Jay Z sitting courtside at that game." See, he knew Jay Z. He knew I, he was. I, you know, I, I like Lupe, Chicago guy. I like Lupe Fiasco. Oh, like, yeah. see, see what I mean? You know, like, wheelhouse. Two, right around two thousand seven yeah. is when it stops. Don't ask me who's popular. You know, in now, the, now. <laughs> He's not going to know. He's not going to know who it is. Not going to do it. Okay, how big the song is. I'm an old man. He knows who Drake is. An old cranky man. Just doesn't like Drake at all. Drake's crap. See? Respect. Drake. Respect. He said respect. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go. All right. Time to go to bed. It's 11.30. Sierra, be good. We've got to come back. We'll be here tomorrow for an off-game show, 4 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. Um, We we haven't decided what we're going to talk about yet. We'll figure it out. I just thought of a new game show. Well, we can keep having this conversation of big picture stuff, yeah, whether or not the bull should blow it up, and you know, trade Zach Levine and trade Billy Donovan, and you know, trade, <laughs> trade, trade, trade Jerry Reinsdorf <laughs> and all that good stuff. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter. Will the goat is at will underscore golly. Make sure you're reading all of his great stuff at allchgo.com. Paywalls down. Boom. Big Dave Bow. BWL Sports. Our producer extraordinaire Joey Spath is at Joey Spath. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Check that pinned tweet with the links to your tickets yeah. for our CHGO Bulls takeover. First one of the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. December 16th, which is a Friday. No yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse not to come hang against the Knicks. 
ticket package includes pregame drinks at Crossroads right here in West Loop across so the street from our studio and a ticket to the game itself and the shuttle from A to B mm. and Immaculate Vibes with us. All around. Come hang. Vibes. Come hang. Get yourself vibes. your tickets. Uh, uh, come see us uh, at the CSU Bears tailgate as we'll well. We'll be there. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with a 4 o'clock show. Until then, get your rest. Shake this one off, Bulls fans. Woo. Live to fight another day. Yes. For Joey, Will, Big Dave, Peck. Tune into Blackhawks. Not, not ready to sleep yet? Tune into Blackhawks. See you ready good. Peace. <laughs>